Is your savings just sitting there? Well, put it to work. A premium online savings account from PenFed earns way more than the national average, so you can get your savings working on earning you a vacation, or a new kitchen, or that fancy exercise mirror. Apply at PenFed.org savings. Premium online savings account holders must agree to electronic delivery of account opening disclosures and monthly statements. $5 minimum required to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. PenFed's got great rates for it's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Hubhopper Originals What microphone should I use to record my audio? How do I record it? And how do I edit my audio? What are some of the technical aspects that I need to keep in mind when I am producing my show? Welcome to the Podcasting University. Looking for help on starting your own podcast? Then this is the place to be. We will help you with everything from selecting your topic to promoting and monetizing your podcast in the simplest language possible. Listen to other podcasters who've been through the grind and learn from them as we interview them every week. You can find more details on thepodcastinguniversity.com. Hi, this is Dilip, your host, and welcome to episode 8 of The Podcasting University. If you are an existing listener of this show, then I'm sure you would have got a hang of how things are going to be here from the last few episodes. You would also have learned about some of the basics of starting a podcast from two of the pioneers in podcasting in India. Now it's time for us to look at some of the technical prerequisites in starting a podcast. So in this episode, we will be discussing about what microphones to use and what are the different types of microphone. Also, how to edit your shows amongst some of the other things. Now, in our chat with Bijay in episode number six, you would have heard him talking about how he started with a microphone that he bought from OLX. Now, in episode seven, when we spoke with Amar, Amar too discussed about how his initial setup included an old Dell laptop. So if you're wondering if you really need some expensive gears to launch a podcast, then the big answer is no, you don't. You can start with some very basic and inexpensive equipments. Also, in episode 5, we had discussed about how you could even start with only a computer or even your smartphone. Now, this is the age of high quality speakers and you will find uh, most of the laptops come with speakers from Beats or Dolby, YKG. So most computers have high quality speakers and most of these computers also come with pretty good quality microphones. Now, for example, I have two laptops. Uh, one is a Dell XPS and the other one is an HP Spectre. Both have pretty good microphones on them. And if you have a similar laptop, with a good speaker and a good microphone, then you can use that too and start your podcast in a very inexpensive way. Now, the only downside to using these speakers is that there will be a little bit of 
echo that is generated by the room that you're recording the audio in unless you have a lot of furnitures in the room that can absorb the audio. But for a minimalist setup, this is a good one. And I would recommend this if you're starting on a budget and don't want to spend a lot of money on buying equipments. Here, it is important to keep a simple principle in mind. Now, you can have expensive and jazzy equipments and produce crappy content resulting in poor audience response. Or you could have an average setup and produce top quality content and have a huge audience waiting for your show every week. Now, the last thing that you need is that your content is top quality and you have a crappy setup. So the optimum recommended situation is to have an average setup and a good quality content. That is what both the guests in our show in the last two episodes also recommended. Now, before we get into details about microphones, let us talk about what are the different types of microphones. Just so that we don't become too geeky with this, I'll keep it a little simple. So don't mind if you already know a lot about microphones. This is for people who are not aware of a lot of these geeky terms or uh, jargons that are used in specifically in terms of microphones. Now, microphones are of two types. One is a dynamic microphone and the other one is a condenser microphone. A dynamic microphone usually records voices primarily from the face of the microphone. Now, you would have seen a lot of these singers using this microphone and holding the microphone straight onto their mouth. That is the dynamic microphone and it is usually used by most of the singers. The important piece is that you will need to hold the mic in front of your mouth for your voice to record the sounds because dynamic microphone doesn't capture all of the voices that are coming from around the microphone. It will only capture the voice from the front of the microphone. Now the advantage with this is that it will not capture a lot of the sounds from around you which means the background noise is reduced when you are recording. Hence, if you're recording at a place where there is a lot of surrounding sound, which you cannot really eliminate, then dynamic microphones are the best. Shure is a brand that produces some excellent dynamic microphones. So you can find a lot of these microphones on Amazon, but I have recommended a few models. You can find details about these models in the show notes on thepodcastinguniversity.com. Now, Behringer also has some good dynamic mics, but... They're not as good as Shure and that's why I'm not recommending Behringer mics. Coming back to the second one, which is condenser microphones. Now, condenser microphones have this ability to record voices from all around the microphone head. And that is why it makes this microphone very sensitive to surrounding sounds. So unless you are in a very quiet room with little to no noise coming from your surroundings, you shouldn't really go for a condenser microphone. You should... Absolutely go for a dynamic microphone only. Now, condenser microphones are usually vertically hung uh, in a shock mount using a boom arm. A boom arm is basically a metallic arm that can be fixed onto your tables. Now, the combination of this boom arm and the shock mount help ensure that the noises that are caused by the shaking of the microphone are not captured by these microphones. Now, this should give you a fair understanding of how sensitive these condenser microphones might be. But if you're planning to run a podcast in a dialogue format with, let's say, two speakers sitting next to each other, then these condenser microphones can be handy. But then again, you might want to ensure that there are uh, pretty low background noises 
or you might want to record at a time of the day or night maybe when there is minimal background noise. That way you will be able to eliminate a lot of these background noises. But in all the other cases, a dynamic microphone is what I would recommend. Now, there are a couple of terms that you would usually hear when you're shopping around for a microphone. Now, some of these terms, as in I'll not talk about everything, just some of these terms that you need to keep in mind. These include, the first term is cardioid. Second one is XLR cable or USB microphones. And the third one is phantom power. Now, you can ignore all of the other terms as of now because you don't need to get into all of those technical details as of now. So, on the first one, cardioid. Now, cardioid in simple terms means noise cancellation or isolation. It's a technology that is used to cancel surrounding noises and isolate noise. It is basically a pickup pattern of how the mic picks up sound. Both dynamic and condenser mics can be cardioid microphones and it is recommended that you go for a cardioid microphone in order to isolate and eliminate noises from the background. Second one is the XLR cable. Now XLR cable is a type of a cable that is used to connect the microphone to an output device. Now here there is an important thing that you need to keep in mind. An XLR cable can only be connected to a mixer or an audio interface. And this is then connected to the laptop. So that means that you will have to spend on a mixer or an audio interface if you're planning to buy a microphone with an XLR connection for the output. But what is recommended is a USB microphone instead of an XLR microphone. Now, this USB microphone doesn't need any of these equipments and can directly connect to the computer. So when you're hunting for a mic, better to buy a USB microphone. Now, this doesn't mean that the mic has a USB. It only means that it can be directly plugged to your computer using the USB cable provided with the mic and it will still work. You don't need any external device to make the microphone work. Now, at this point comes the third term, which is phantom power. Now, phantom power is basically an additional or an external power supply that is required by some of these microphones to work. Almost all condenser microphones will need this because condenser microphone has a better output than dynamic microphone and this is usually made possible by this additional power supply. But at the same time, these microphones will not work at all if they don't get this external power supply or the output might be very feeble and you might not be even be able to hear what is being uh, produced out of this uh, these microphones. Now, this is where the USB and the XLR piece that we spoke about becomes relevant because the USB microphones take the required power from your laptop and power the microphone. But the XLR microphones will invariably need an external power supply called as a phantom power. So if you're planning on buying a mixer, then this mixer primarily takes care of this phantom power requirement because it already has an inbuilt option for phantom power. But if you're not planning to buy a mixer, but still want to use one of these microphones, then you will have to shell out some more money to buy a phantom power to power the condenser microphone. Now you should be able to find some of the recommended microphones in the show notes. So do visit thepodcastinguniversity.com slash eight if you would like to see what are the recommended microphones, what are the microphones that I recommend. Now the real question, do you really need to buy a new microphone? The answer is not really. You can hunt for some second-hand microphones and buy one if you want to buy a microphone on a budget. Just like what Bijay Gautam did, 
he bought a second hand microphone on OLX from some singer and he used that microphone to start off his podcast. Now there are some pretty good Chinese models as well which you should be able to find on Amazon. All of these are pretty low cost and can be a good one to start with. Now there is this model called as BM800 which is a condenser microphone. This is a good choice if you're looking for a condenser microphone below rupees 2000. You should be able to find it on Amazon. You can search using BM800 and you can also find a link to one of these microphones in the resources section on the podcastinguniversity.com slash eight. Now that the microphone part is sorted out, let us look at how to record the audio and edit it. This will primarily be done using a software. Now I use a Windows computer and that's why I use and recommend Audacity. And I think most podcasters on a Windows computer might be using this software. We also have a paid software from Adobe, but uh, we are not recommending it because we are looking for starting a podcast on a budget. And when you have a free software available, which pretty much does the same thing, why would you want to go for a paid software? So I would recommend going with Audacity, which is available to download for free. And it's a pretty simple software. Now, there are a lot of video tutorials that are available online. And if you can spend about 15 minutes to learn the software, you should be up and running with using it. There is not a lot in terms of the learning curve because it's pretty easy to use. And with constant use, you'll be able to master it in some time as well. So go ahead, spend that additional 15 minutes to learn how to use the software if you really want to get the best out of your editing. Now, you also actually record your audio into this software. And that is why it makes it pretty simple because you record your audio into the software and then edit this audio in that software itself. Using Audacity is pretty simple. It's just plug and play in order to record the audio into Audacity. And uh, if you really want me to show you how to uh, use Audacity to edit your audio, then just comment and let me know. And I'll create a simple little video tutorial for you on how to use Audacity for the basic editing of your shows. Now, another thing that you will need to keep in mind when you are editing your show is the intro music. You will need an intro music because that's your signature music, your signature tune for the podcast. Now, creating an intro music is pretty easy and uh, you can create it using some royalty-free music that is available on the internet. You can download these uh, audio clips and write a short script, record it, mix it using Audacity, put in some effects and you should have a pretty good intro for your podcast. Just keep in mind that when you're downloading any audio clip from the internet, just ensure that you're checking on the rights of the usage of this audio clip because you don't want to end up in a legal situation. So ensure that you're using royalty-free music from the internet. But if you don't want to do it, you can also go to Fiverr and get an intro created. And it'll usually cost you between 5 to $15. There are a lot of people who create these intros for podcasts. But the reason why I'm not recommending Fiverr to a lot of people is because if you are actually into the Indian podcasting scenario, then there aren't a lot of people who can give that Indian touch to the intros. And that's why I'm not recommending Fiverr for people who want to start a podcast in India. But you can try your luck if you're okay to spend about anything from a 400 to a 1500 bucks on uh, getting an intro created. But if you want to see how we created a uh, intro for our show, you can refer our show at the Tastes of India podcast to see how we did it. That's a intro that we created ourselves. Now, once this intro is created, you can add this intro music to your episode recording using Audacity. You can mix it there and then produce your show. 
Now, there are a couple of things that you need to keep in mind while editing and producing your shows on Audacity. The first one, always produce your shows in a WAV format. You can do this using the export options in Audacity. Second, don't use the leveling function in Audacity or export in MP3 format using Audacity. The third one is once you've exported the file in a WAV format, use a simple and free tool called as CN Levelator. You will find the link to this in the show notes on the Podcasting University. Use this tool to level the audio. Now, this software basically levels out the audio in your podcast so that the variations in the audio between different speakers or music, etc. is all leveled. There is no unnecessary max and min between uh, different speakers in the uh, audio. The fourth one is use iTunes software, which is now called as Apple Podcast software from Apple to tag and export the file as an MP3. Now, while this is the recommended method, if you want to avoid all of these hoops and keep it simple, then you can use Audacity to level the audio and export it into an MP3 format and do away with all of these steps. But the one big advantage with using this method, using the method of uh, using iTunes to export it into MP3, is that you can tag your audio and also add the podcast artwork to the file at the same time. That is if you're doing it on iTunes instead of Audacity. Also, just the functions within Audacity are not that perfect when it comes to leveling or exporting in MP3 formats. But whatever method you follow, ensure that you are tagging your audio. So, what is tagging? Now, audio tags are simply the information about a track that is stored within an audio file. This is also known as metadata and in technical terms, these tags are called as ID3 tags, which is specifically made for MP3 files. So what is the information that is stored in these tags? You will store the name of the podcaster, the title of the episode, the show that the episode is a part of, and a short description of what the episode is all about. All of this information is stored in the audio file itself. And you can also add an artwork to your episode in case you're using iTunes to tag your audio. Now, these tags are extremely important. Why? Because it is these tags that make your show discoverable on these podcast directories and also in the search engines. And getting discovered on search engines and podcasting directories is an important part of generating audience, isn't it? So that is why tagging is important. Now, if that was too much of technical information, then please rest assured that it is not as complicated as it sounds. And once you start doing it, you will find that it is pretty simple and it is a repetitive task and it can be done in less than 5 to 10 minutes. So don't be overwhelmed with the information. Now, I'll anyways be making some tutorial videos to simplify these. So ensure that you're subscribed to this show and also on the website at thepodcastinguniversity.com. Now, there was a lot of technical information that we discussed in this episode. So I think that is it for this episode. But uh, I will come back again the next week with some more information. And the next week, we'll be discussing about hosting your audio files. But before I leave, do ensure that you are subscribed to the show. We are available now on pretty much all the podcasting platforms. You can find us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Cast, Hubhopper, 
and all the other podcasting platforms. Just search for the Podcasting University and you should be able to find us there. So that is it in this episode. I'll be back again the next week with some more interesting tips and advices on starting and running a successful podcast in India. Do stay subscribed and do visit the podcastinguniversity.com slash eight for all the show notes and resources from this episode. You can comment in there and let me know your thoughts, your feedback and also your reviews about this show. And if you want to hear anything specific from me, feel free to reach out to me. Now, if you want to start a podcast and you're still wondering if your topic is something that you should actually pursue, then you can set up some time with me. This is a no cost, no charges consultation. All that you need to do is just reach out to me and we can book a 30 minute slot where we can discuss and see if your idea is a feasible idea for a podcast. So reach out to me if you have any questions. Visit podcastinguniversity.com for more information and for reaching out to me with any of your questions. So that is it. This is Dilip signing off on episode 8 of the Podcasting University. I'll be back again the next week with few more handy tips and advices. Until then, this is goodbye from Dilip. इस हब हॉपर ओरिजिनल को सुनने के लिए आपका शुक्रिया अगर आप भी अपना पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करना चाहते हैं तो हब हॉपर स्टूडियो वेबसाइट पे रजिस्टर करें और एक मिनट के अंदर अंदर अपना खुद का पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करें यही नहीं स्टूडियो देता है आपको पूरी आजादी कहीं भी कभी भी अपना पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करने की सिर्फ तीन आसान स्टेप्स में तो साथ में अपना पॉडकास्ट शुरू करने के लिए तैयार जस्ट हॉप ऑन हब हॉपर सिंपली कंटेंट it's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details.